Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. Hey. It's me, Kirk. And it's me, also Kirk. <laughs> no. It's, it's a me, Mario. It's Alan. It's Alan. We're back for hey, another Alan. episode of You Never Heard This. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good, good. Yeah. Boy, we had fun last week, didn't we? did. We? It's nice having Joe on. If anybody was worried about his well-being, he did eventually... Snap out of the Stockholm syndrome, and and he did go back. He home. came to his senses. He got he the did, heck out of here uh, before we could chain him up again. Because <laughs> we were we were oiling those chains, you know, making. We wanted him. to keep our Joe. Yeah, we miss him. Oh, I yeah. miss him so now, much. Now you say that he's gone. Damn it. Oh well. You know what we can do to. We should trick someone else to come on. We should. <laughs> you know what we can do to. To to forget how much we miss Joe. Huh. Drink. Okay. What you are you know, drinking? I've got I, I feel like I maybe have had this, on the show before, but it's grains of wrath, splatterhouse. I don't think you've had that no? one. No, okay. On that. You've probably had grains of wrath, but not that one. Uh, it's a so it's a Schwartz beer, which I love. I love Schwartz beers. Yes, yes. I've got the Soul, from Reach Break. One of my favorites of uh, theirs. Yeah, I just had a sippy sip of that. That's I think good. I've had it on draft. I just had forgotten how good it is. It's very good. It's so good, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. You know, we're not here to talk about beer. No, you know what? This time we are, because you know what? Are we? Fuck music. Let's just talk about beer. All right, let's talk about beer for the next hour. (laughs) You still got a a Surly sitting there, so. I do. (laughs) I do indeed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that soul's good. I don't think that... It, it's one that rotates on their menu mm-hmm. pretty often. But. Yeah, and it, I'm glad they canned it. Yes, me too. I just know. taste it. Yeah. Okay, I guess now I'm, I'm sick of talking about beer. Okay. So. <laughs> they, you know, the <laughs> listeners probably are too. You guys, thanks for coming back for yes, another episode. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. We love hearing from you on the Facebooks. and love you guys. And uh, that random guy on our Instagram page who was like, I do art. We uh, should collaborate. We should, I'm like, yeah. that sounds like. A scam. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, nope. Mm. We're okay. We're, we're good. We're fine. We we have our own artist. Yep. His name is Kirk Klinger. <laughs> so, uh, kindly oh. remove yourself. <laughs> no, we're, we're also not here to bash our Instagram scammers. <laughs> we're here to talk about some music. Kirk. Yes, we are. What have you been listening to this I've week? been listening to, for a very long time... <laughs> Alice in Chains, Dirt. I have never heard most of this. Yeah, I was going to say, I even texted you that. I was like, yeah, you're going to know a couple songs. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. No, I've never heard this. No, that's, I don't know if that's surprising. I've never heard this. Oh. <laughs> it's always you. This. It's always you. <laughs> it's always you or both of us. I'm not, I'm not good at remembering my lines. Line. Mm. You've never heard this. Never heard this, Kirk. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been listening to this for a very oh, long my goodness. time. Because it came out in... 1992. Yeah, it was four. Their second... <laughs> Jesus, God. Don't say that. Oh, my God. How old were you, Kirk? Uh, 92. I was, what, 12 or 13? Yeah. 13. Because you were born in 79? 78. 78. So, yeah. 14. Don't ask me to do math. Almost 14. So, um, yeah, second album by Allison Chains uh, went four times platinum, which wow. I learned. Yeah, I didn't know that. I missed that in my yeah. research. That's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. That, I had not heard that before. Not but, bad uh, for a ba- little band from the Northwest. <laughs> That's right. Uh, produced by a man named, well, by the band themselves and... Uh, a man named Dave Jordan. Yeah. Who has done 
many, many bands. Yes, across many genres. Yes. I mean, he did Talking Heads, he Social did, yeah. D, Offspring, yep. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. I think I saw Anthrax in there. Uh, Stabbing Westward, yeah. which was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, so, got some uh, got some you know big names in this band. Well, they were big names after well, they came out, I guess. Uh, yeah, most yeah. most famous of which is probably Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley switching off on vocals. Um, Mike Starr on bass. Any relation to Ringo? Do you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, cousins. Yeah, <laughs> and we got Sean Kinney on drums. Um, They're from Seattle. Yeah, and that was. When I was in early high school, man, I was full on into the grunge, you know, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, all of those. I was, yeah, like sign me up. I yeah, was but that's the thing is as I was listening to this, I don't. This is not grunge is what you're. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. They were from Seattle in the early 90s, and they kind of got lumped into... They did. I mean, we'll, we'll hear it on, this first, on the first track. That guitar solo is pure heavy metal. I mean, it's... And, it's, and they've been credited with being, like, sludge metal. Yeah, and uh-huh. So, again, not something I ever thought about when I was younger. Oh, sure. You when know. you're younger, you're just like, oh... Rolling Stone says they're grunge, so they must be grunge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not thinking about it. You just like, you know, how it sounds. Exactly. The, the feelings it gives you. And, and I have to admit that this was not the first album of theirs that I got into. Okay. This was another band that I was kind of, I guess, a little late to the party. Um, I listened to their EP, Jar of Flies, first. Oh, Which okay. I actually almost chose that for the podcast but i've done this before where i've picked an album by a by whatever band that isn't kind of it's one of the it's that album sounds different than all their other stuff okay so did that come out before or after this after this okay a couple years after this i think it was 94 i forget so that's the album i got and it's a little softer, a little slower, a little more, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I was like, if I pick that and you're like, oh, I hate this. And it's like, crap, I should have picked one of the other ones. You know, slower. You said it's, it is slower. It's it's a little more on heroin. Probably. Probably. Yes. (laughs) Um, so yeah. And and that's saying something because they were already a lot on heroin, which we're going to talk. Heroin's going to be mentioned in this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want, go go check that out just to see. It is such a different sound, and I loved it. And it was funny because uh, I even had a Jar of Flies t-shirt in whatever grade I would have been in, freshman, sophomore. And the more hardcore fans were like, oh, that album sucks, you know, because <laughs> it didn't sound like their other albums. And you're like, and, I'm 15. Yeah, Calm I'm like, down. I was like, yeah, I love this album. And then I started listening to their older stuff. So uh, this, though, I would say beyond that EP, this is my favorite album of theirs. Cool. So I think it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I guess, of course. So, yeah. So here we are. Here we um, are. Shall we kick it off? Yeah, let's just get started. Let's do it. We're going to start with Them Bones.
funny just listening to this is like this is young Kirk. Like, yeah. This is little high school Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Like, to a T. That's awesome. Oh, I love What it. would you have been doing while listening to this album? Um I would have been downstairs in the in the basement where my bedroom was, but not in my bedroom. I would have been on my dad's computer. So we're talking early nineties. My dad was big into computers when they first started coming out. And I loved sitting and using the paint uh, app. Like MS Paint? Yeah. Not uh, program. And just making little paintings. <laughs> so I would listen to, you know, especially like this album and just paint weird stuff. I don't know, you know. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, again, grunge, really? Yeah, I no, just, definitely I don't, I don't no. hear it. No. I, I think it, again, is just a product of where they're from and the time they came out. Totally agree. Yeah. And again, something I just never thought about. I was always like, yeah, I love grunge. Yeah. And I was like, well, wait a minute. This isn't grunge. That was like the most surprising part of listening to this album. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I guess, man, that is, you know, especially when you talk about an album this old that I've been listening to for so long mm-hmm. to have someone say like they weren't even sure of the genre of it as they came into it. Yeah. And I think honestly, part of that is in my mind, I often get them mixed up with stone temple pilots and I don't know why. Okay. Uh, again, like same kind of time. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Do you, you've listened to stone temple pilots? Yes. Okay. But okay. not like full albums. I know like interstate gotcha. love song. And, oh, you know, I see. Okay. So, okay. All the ones that were on the radio. Sure. Which there's quite a few now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, one thing I did find that was I thought was kind of interesting is that they recorded this uh, during the L.A. riots. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. And <laughs> one of them went was was at the store when the riots broke out. Wow. Was buying beer. I forget which one it was. And they said they they almost couldn't get home because people were like dragging people out of their cars and beating them and Jeez. looting, you know, and, and they got back to the studio and they're like, um, we're going to get out of town. Yeah. So they went to Joshua tree national park and hung out for like four days and then came back. So good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, and then you got real tough guys like sublime who just stayed in town and wrote a song about it. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, just, just kidding. <laughs> So what could you expect from some some dudes from Seattle? <laughs> Seattle libtards. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, I hate myself for even saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's uh, gross. you got to wash your mouth out with that was some a, that's, a char- that's a character I do and in no way <laughs> represents my own yeah, thoughts no. and opinions. Oh, no, I understood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about damn that river? Damn it to hell. Neglected to just comment on the song before this, uh, them bones that it was about pretty clearly, I guess, about mortality. And yeah, that we were going to end up a pile of bones. Yep. Um, and then this song, 
I've saw two different explanations, so I'm. You might have the same ones I do. So I'm not sure which one is more accurate. Is one of them about the Green River Killer? Yes. Yeah, that, I don't think that one. Yeah, that true. was the one I was kind. Of, I even just put. I just put Green River Killer because I was like, eh. Because yeah. the other explanation I saw twice, yeah, and, and it's actually been confirmed in interviews. Yeah. So, so. Uh, uh, they had a fight with Sean. Or Can- Jerry Cantrell had a fight with Sean Kinney, the uh, drummer. Where apparently a coffee table was broke over Jerry's head. Yeah. So yeah. the the song is about, hey, maybe control your emotions a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn that river, please. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. So interesting. And yes, don't worry, we're gonna get into the heroin. Uh huh. <laughs> well, not actually get into. Oh no the heroin. no no sorry no no. We're gonna talk about the heroin. We'll talk. We got our beer. I'm fine with the beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no white pony for us. No 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 no. <laughs> well, we could do that. Unless we talk about that album. I'll just say a mutual pick. <laughs> well, it would be uh, your pick because I don't know that album. You don't know White Pony? I've told you my thoughts on Deftones. Yeah, I don't remember. We'll talk off mic. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what I hope, Alan? What? <laughs> that it, oh. I think I screwed that <laughs> up. You did. <laughs> Track number three is called Rain When I Die. <laughs> got quite the intro yeah yeah i was gonna say long weird intro but i like it uh i also really like odd time signatures okay sure so instead of just like a one two three four there's i believe this is uh oh it's not an odd time signature it sounds like one it's in six six four six eight never mind it just sounds Uh like it's supposed to be like a straight one two three four Anyway, uh, one of my takeaways from this song is that um, Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley's harmonies are iconic. Oh, I mean, that's for like one sure. of the things the band is known for. Yes. And, and, uh, and to me, like, that's their one singer in a way. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I don't know who's who, honestly. Sure. The only thing I would say is that I've heard, you know, just Jerry Cantrell. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I love uh, on Genius. Someone was like, and coincidentally, it did rain on the day that I saw Lane that. Staley died. It's like that's true, but uh, guess what? Jerry Cantrell wrote this song. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and I was gonna say too, I was just like, 
I don't even want to write that down. It's dumb. Yeah. It um, just made me laugh that somebody was quick to point out. It's like, cool, this song's not about Lane's feelings no, at all. No. It's, it's about Jerry Cantrell. So. And that's the thing, too, when you're talking about their harmonies, is when Lane Staley died, which we still haven't mentioned. Mm-mm. He died in 2002 of a, of a heroin overdose. overdose. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, I was I was like, Allison Chains is done. Mm-hmm. And they continued making music, but no, not it was like no, that's not Allison James. Have anymore. you heard him since they brought in the new guy? No, I just I can't I, bring I, yourself I, to do it. I, no, I, it's like Sublime with Rome. I, I'm like I don't care about Rome. I don't really even really care about Sublime sure. that much, but definitely not with some new guy. Well, and that's the thing is like this was a, such a band that I loved was it was such a big part of me growing up that it's sure. like you can't just throw another guy in and be like it's same band no mm-hmm. no call yourself something different it, yes thank you pull exactly. a cre- pull a creed and and call yourselves by a different name when you replace the singer sure yes thank you just like when uh kurt cobain died yeah it, they didn't go on and be like we're still nirvana but, no you know no not at all so. You know, Dave Grohl ran off to form Foo Fighters, sure and, did. and Chris Novoselic ran on to be a local politician, <laughs> li- literally in this area, just yes. across the river. <laughs> uh-huh. I got to meet him last year, briefly. Nice. Very awkwardly. So, oh, where are we at? Okay, yeah. How about down in a hole? How about it? That's another thing is their guitar sound is so iconic to me. Yeah. And I'd never known until I researched this that it was uh, in large part due to that Dave Jordan, the producer, uh, and he used three different amps, I guess, to get that sound. Cool. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. It's a nice little uh, love song. Yes, it is, actually. Written for Jerry Cantrell's. Partner, uh-huh. I wrote partner because I didn't know if they were dating or married, but uh, I think yeah, I saw a girlfriend. Yeah. So Courtney yeah. Clark is her yeah. name. Uh, I don't know if they're still together, but yeah, I didn't look that up. Me either, huh? Because I but guess it doesn't matter that much. I guess it doesn't, but I guess now you say that I'm kind of curious. If but they are still together, uh, Mazel Tov. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, this is a nice. Uh, I I love track lists that are well thought out. And this comes at a really good time after three pretty heavy, you know, not fast-paced necessarily, but uh, sure. this is as close to a ballad as you're going to get on yeah, this it album. It is. Um, and I, that was one thing I, I did read quite a bit, was that the track listing on this, and we've talked about this before, is how sometimes it's well thought out, sometimes it's not thought out at all. They just, you know... But this one, it was they really put thought into. Yeah. Because they've even said that 
this album could be seen as almost a concept album. Sure, yeah, it almost. tells a story. Yes. All, all, almost. Almost, yeah. yeah. Especially they said uh, the, the, la- the last half is more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think I read somebody on Genius said in the, the comment section of Junkhead that it was the last part of a trilogy. Oh, okay, okay. So, I don't know, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll get into those. <laughs> you know those genius wackos. Oh, uh, well, that's true. Yeah. So what do you think so far, Alan? I like it. I like it. It's a good uh, good indicator of what the sound was at the time the album came out. So it's funny because, again, uh, yeah. <laughs> When I give you my album, I go and I sit down and I listen to my album. Sure. And then I kind of think to myself, like, hmm, what is Alan thinking right now? <laughs> and this one, I, I was kind of, uh, I didn't know, because I didn't know if this would be a genre, I guess, the more heavy metal kind of sound. So. Yeah, I, I'm pretty on the fence with heavy metal um okay if i like heavy metal it's mostly just because i need more songs to put on like a workout playlist sure, okay. i'm not actively choosing a heavy metal album to listen to okay uh but i appreciate it as a genre okay right. um sure. you know so okay all right well let's go to sick man I believe it's pronounced Sickman. Sickman? and drugs in the lyrics there. Yeah, so I, I read that um, this song came together after Lane Staley asked Jerry Cantrell <laughs> to write, quote, the sickest tune, the sickest, darkest, most fucked up and heaviest thing yeah. Cantrell could <laughs> <Yep>. write. <laughs> it's an interesting request. Yeah. Um, there's a line in this song that hit me really hard is I can feel the wheel but I can't steer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is just the best way to describe addiction. Sure. You sure. know you've got a problem but it's but got such a hold on you that you can't change direction. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Again, <laughs> people thought this was grunge. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I Yeah, definitely not. Especially you think of bands like Pearl Jam, you know. Yeah. Not well, even I wouldn't even call Pearl Jam a grunge band. Don't think so? No, no, no. They're just they're just straight rock and roll, okay. I think. All right. Stone Temple Pilots. That's grunge. Yes. Yeah. I like this little... This is a long song. Five minutes. Five and a half minutes. I didn't even realize that. So how about... One of my favorite songs, mm-hmm. I would say almost ever. God, I love this song. This is Rooster. Mm-hmm. 
thought about turning that down earlier because I was like, everyone's heard this song, right? But but why would you do that? I know. God, I love this song. It's another Kirk karaoke thing. Oh my God, it is. One of my one of my favorites. I think do. I've heard Kirk do this song <laughs> at karaoke more than I've heard it on the radio. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You're probably right. You know, one of my memories of this, of use doing this song at karaoke huh? specifically is you know, there's like the, the falsetto ooze at the beginning of the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I leaned over to Sarah one time. I was like, why doesn't Kirk do, do those? And and <laughs> she said he used to. Oh, really? But after his heart attack. Because oh. you had like a breathing tube maybe? Yeah, or yeah I was intubated. So I, it had, yeah. messed up your vocal cords a little bit. It did for actually, God, I would say almost a year after that, I was still like hoarse. Yeah. So I don't know what. So there, she said she thought maybe you just couldn't hit those notes anymore. She yeah, she's mentioned that before that she didn't think I could hit them as high as I used to. But hmm. yeah, I'm not sure. I guess I never thought I did the ooze, but maybe yeah, I maybe. did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and this song, above all, remember I said that I'd be listening to this on my dad's computer. One of the other things I would do, other than painting in MS Paint, is I would write little short stories cool just little horror stories yeah and i would bring them on the bus with me and read them off to my classmates and and so for some reason this song was one that i would draw inspiration from not that i wrote about like someone in vietnam which the song is about yeah jerry Cantrell's dad who was in vietnam and went by by the name rooster Rooster. he got it as a kid because yes. his hair stood up yes on from his grandma yeah <laughs> that's cute um yeah and i read that um the first time jerry played this for his dad was at a live show and he could see his dad out in the audience he said his dad had to take his hat off and he was crying wow and he said it was just one of the most kind of powerful yeah. moments yeah that's really powerful that's, and he said that this song actually helped kind of bridge a gap in his his and his father's relationship. Wow! So pretty cool. That pretty is awesome. Cool. I yeah, I'd never heard any of that before. Love that. Know, doing this, yeah. So yeah, heavy stuff, man. Yeah. Heavy. Let's it's just uh, gonna get heavier. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's take a break before let's, it gets all right, heavier. Let's do it. Okay. Because I gotta go to the bathroom and definitely not cry because of <laughs> because of that story. Yeah. Oh, no, I'd, it is sweet. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Hey, you've never heard this, listeners. This is Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast invading your space to ask you to give us a spin if you like movies. And I'm Matt, joining Trevor to ask you to join our cult. May not be a cult. Is definitely a cult. On the Nighthawks podcast, we cover new movies, old movies, great movies, so bad they're good movies, and movies from Norway. One movie from Norway, one time. You keep bringing up the Norway movie. One time so far, Trevor. Yes, so far. And it's a really good movie from Norway. It is a good movie from Norway. It's got Stellan Skarsgård. Look, this is a promo for the Nighthawks podcast. Do you want people to listen to the podcast, or do you want them to watch In Order of Disappearance? Can we do both? Wasn't the point of covering In Order of Disappearance on the podcast to get people to watch it? Fair enough. Watch In Order of Disappearance, then afterwards listen to our Nighthawks podcast episode about it, or any of the over 100 other movies we've covered. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. All right, you feel better, Alan? I do. Nice. I, I feel better. I did. I definitely went to the bathroom and didn't cry. So. Oh yeah, I got a good cry out. Mm. Did you? It's nice. Yeah. Oh, you could have cried in front of me. <laughs> oh. Buddy. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So you guys want to talk about drugs? Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about drugs. We're gonna we're gonna listen to this song called Junkhead. Oh, I thought it was about a hoarder. <laughs> Yeah. 
one's pretty self-explanatory. Pretty so, yeah. But I did see one thing, well, a couple things about, I think, aimed mostly at this song. First off, they said it, it's, people try to understand what it's like to be a junkie, but if you've never been a junkie, you can't understand. Yeah, that's, that's what I wrote down, too. I said only junkies understand junkies. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then I saw a quote from Lane Staley that he actually looked back. He's the the quote mentions just the album, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of thinking he's probably thinking more about this song specifically. Yeah, because he says, "What's what's my drug of choice? Well, what have you got?" Yeah, and he said that he kind of regrets some of the lyrics because he said he would get people coming up to him after concerts and stuff and be like, "Dude, I'm high right now." And he's like that. He didn't mean the song to glorify drugs, right? He he didn't mean to. Anyway, I guess is what you know. That wasn't his intention, and that's the thing. Is like especially the songs now in this later half of the album are about addiction, yeah, and and the fight against that. And so that's, yeah, that's I the mean, thing about music though is you can interpret it however you want exactly and and i guess sometimes it just comes back to bite you in the ass it does and he just was expressing some regret that sure he wasn't maybe a little more clear on like drugs suck and they're ruining my life and now i'm gonna die from them yeah (laughs) the the feeling i get from this song is that the reason it's so in your face is because you're supposed to realize how ridiculous it is sure sure to be a junkie yes Sure. And how sad, not ridiculous, sad. Yeah. How sad it is to be a junkie. And I think that it's was not more... A, it's not a glorifying lifestyle. No. And I think that was more his intention, but... But you know. instead, all the junkies came out, and they were like, Yeah! I identify with you. Exactly. Uh, That's so a bummer. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Especially, especially listening to these songs and talking about heroin and then knowing he died from that. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. So, all right. (laughs) How about dirt? It is. I love how slow it is, though. Yes. Um, it it almost reminds me of like stoner rock. Kind of. Kind of. I never bit. thought of that, but yeah, I could see that. Or like you said earlier, sludge. What'd you call it? Sludge. Sludge, sludge metal. Yeah. Yeah. A little kind of grindy. Uh huh. Where they just really dig into that yes. tempo and uh-huh. you just yeah. I gotcha. Um, and it's kind of droney. Like it just. There's really no change between like verse and chorus. No, too, too, yeah. too much. It's it's all like just pretty s- on the same level. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh huh. Um, so <laughs> I kept seeing this weird quote, and I didn't quite understand what he meant by this song is about a person who basically buried my ass, and I guess like. 
I don't know. I don't quite know how to take that quote. I don't either, and and I, I hate to try without sounding like those ding dongs on Genius who are like, <laughs> yes, well, exactly. I think I think the song might mean. I mean, I get the impression that it's like someone hurt him, I guess, or yeah. or slighted him in some way. Could be. Because then he said that they based the album cover on that idea of oh, someone okay. being buried in dirt, um, which can go with the theme of, of, like at the beginning of the album, of death, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, I just don't know what buried my ass means. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. How about the next song, which is also a, the name of a band I don't like. I don't know if they got the name from this uh, or just from the... There's a, th- a theory that it's true, but yeah? members of that band have said it's not Really? True. Yeah, that's not interesting. Really so, anyway. so if you're wondering what we're talking about, it's Godsmack. he singing like that? I, I was actually, it's funny, when this song started, I was like, oh yeah, this is the song where he sings with that weird warble kind of. He sounds like, I, I wrote down, Jonathan Davis, is that you? Oh, <laughs> it reminds me of corn. Sure. <laughs> so this song is basically all about heroin. Really? The word smack in the title <laughs> didn't give it away. I saw a quote or a, a mention that God smack was supposed to mean it was like slang for a heroin overdose yeah i don't know if that's true or not or like heroin that's so good Uh, is that hold on i got it right here i read that too but i I read that and i was like is that because i get the like they also talk about like smack which is heroin being god too to like if you're a, a junkie and yeah, yeah, it says it's a colloquialism for heroin overdose. Yeah, sorry. Mm, okay. I was thinking I'd never else, I'd never heard that, I guess. Either, but I'm not a junkie. So. Well, I guess that's I'm not. And actually, I was wrong before. This is the final song in that quote-unquote trilogy. Oh, the one that's supposed to tell the story of like a junkie that So it goes, yeah, junkhead, then dirt, then godsmack. Sure. Okay. I had read something about that too. Yeah, that it told a little story. Kinda. <laughs> Why is he singing like that? Because <laughs> he's on heroin? Maybe. Well, more than likely, yes. So this next song, I mean, it's a short little, I'm just going to play the whole thing. You're really going to call it a song? Well, okay, it's not a song. This next it's, track? It's a, it's a, it's a know. little just, it's a nothing. I don't yeah. know. But it's interesting because, again, because it's just a short Nothing. I would, you know, hear it, move on. There's something about it I did not know. All right. So we're going to talk about that. I'm interested to hear what you got to say. So this is, depending on what you're looking at, it's either untitled or it is intro, dream sequence, slash iron gland. Here we go.
<laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, kind of silly little okay, then. thing there. But what I did not know is that the person screaming in this that says, I am Iron Gland, is Tom Araya from Slayer. Okay. <laughs> Apparently he was a good friend of the band. Huh. Um, and he was... Uh, they made it sound like he was just around while they recorded this, like just hung out with them. Sweet. He even went when they when they escaped out to Joshua Tree. He went with them. So all right. Um, but apparently, the story behind that is that Cantrell had a riff, which I think is that doo, 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 that the band hated. <laughs> it annoyed them. <laughs> so he said, "Let me like do this little untitled." And I'll never play it again. That's so awesome. That was I the deal. That. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> he can get it out of his system. <laughs> yeah, that's and then great. you can put Tom Araya over the top of it. And there you go. <laughs> and then yelling red rum at the end. Red rum, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Hate to feel. So this is the first song on the album, and here we are, 11 tracks in, that really felt like a grunge song to me. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see that. And even then, not like super grunge. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't have anything real on this. Yeah, it was kind of a throwaway track for me. A little bit. A little bit filler. I could even kind of see that myself, being, you know, a huge fan of this album, but yeah. This wouldn't. This is definitely not a, a standout track to me. No. Uh, but the next one I really enjoy. The penultimate pent ultimate track, which means second to last. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna explain it each time now. Yeah. As as a, a, a yeah, bit. it's a thing now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever you do, Alan, don't sit in your angry chair. Marty, there, man. <laughs> There's a brewery from Florida that I'm 
pretty sure got their name from the song. Oh, yeah? Angry Chair Brewing. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That'd be quite the coincidence they got that from somewhere else. I got some breaking news. Kirk. Oh, no. Well, breaking? Um, so I'm drinking a beer from Surly Brewing Company. Yes. Uh, my younger brother just told me that they're not from Minneapolis anymore. Uh, they just closed the brew hall, and the only one they have now is in Madison. Well, but the brewing facility is Minneapolis. Oh, sure. So. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I knew. I had seen that they were they were talking about closing their. I I don't think that's gonna be permanent. They just built that place. I don't and know, it's man. Huge and beautiful. COVID hit know. a lot of places hard. It did. I know that. We'll see. We'll see. I'd be sad if they closed that Minneapolis location. Yeah. There's a Dwayne sticker there. <laughs> oh, nice. There is. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the task Sorry, at hand yeah. here. Um, you know what I got from this song? Huh. Heroin sucks. Yep. That's you. You. Then you got it. Perfect. <laughs> yes. So, uh, again, I said we were going to talk about heroin. <laughs> so, again, my younger brother texted me. Because I sent him a picture of this beer because I knew he's he lives in Minneapolis. Yeah. So he said, I'm drinking a Voodoo Ranger right now. Kind of crazy that you're drinking a Minnesota beer <laughs> and I'm drinking an Oregon beer. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. That is interesting. <laughs> that's great. Nice. I love that. <sighs> Wait, are we here to talk about beer? Uh, didn't you say that at the beginning of the episode? I don't remember. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Let's just let's just finish off the album, you shall want we? To? Yeah. You I would. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, you would? was a song they actually recorded before the album. Um, it was included in a movie called Singles, mm-hmm. which I'm aware of, but I've never seen it. I've never seen I it. I know it was a big movie back in the 90s, but I don't know it. Um, this was written as a tribute to uh, Mother Love Bone singer Andrew Wood, who, of course, if you didn't guess, died of a drug overdose. Um, Shocker. Right? God, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I don't know how many times on this podcast we have talked about a member of a band dying of a damn drug overdose. More times than I care to admit. Exactly. Stop it. (laughs) Drugs are bad, kids. Yeah. And stop being shitty people, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, can't talk Uh, about him on the podcast ever. Sorry, Kirk. Yeah, which I had in my the hopper i know you did ah dang it i was telling joe last week like, that's how i felt after michael graves came out with all of his bigotry can't talk about the misfits album i like yeah i know, <laughs> I know. and seriously portrait of american family is one of my all-time favorite albums like just across the board still even now yeah well no no <laughs> well God, that's so, it's so tough. It's so disappointing. Yes, to have your favorite, one of your favorite albums now be like, this person's a piece of shit. Yeah. Or I could be, I guess I could be like the Morgan Wallen fans that are like, uh, fist bump, buddy. Good job using that N-word. Good Lord. God. Anyway, sorry. That just ticks me off a little bit. Went off on a little tangent there. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's the album. 
That's the album. Made it through. So, yeah. All 13 tracks. I shouldn't say made it through because that makes it sound like I didn't like this <laughs> album. I thought this was a great album. Nice. It's okay. not grunge, though. No, it's not grunge. I'll agree with that for sure. But it's good. You know, I love, again, it just kind of encapsulates the sound of, of rock or metal in the early 90s, even down to the, like, the very obvious uh, electronic drums. Oh, sure. That's not a real drum set. So even me listening to this, I'm like, this sounds 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. But I liked it a lot. Nice. I like to hear that. Yeah. I was I was a little unsure. I, you know. I think we every time we choose one, we're not sure if the other person well, that's is going to like it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which won't be the case next week. Oh, from Mutual. Yeah. yeah. We're doing an early Mutual pick, guys. Yeah, we're, we're shaking things up a little bit. Because we're going to have another guest. That's exciting. Two in a row. Yeah. That's nice. It will be two in a well, row. Well, two in, two in, two in a row as in recording sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you'll know what we're talking about next week. You will. Um, well, not next week, but like yeah. weeks from now. Oh, you mean when we... Oh, you're... Oh, my God. I'm terrible. We with, put these out once a week, Kurt. You're... Ah, shut up. <laughs> Jesus. God. People talk about this podcast. They're like, wait, which guy are you talking about? The dumb one or the other guy? Or the other dumb one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> They're both dumb. Uh, oh, I need to do a playlist. Yes, next. yes. Can you guess what it'll be? Hmm. Rooster? Nope. No? I'm not sure. Uh, I've had them bones stuck in my oh, head okay. all week, so it's <laughs> nice. going to be them bones. Nice. That's a good one. It is. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to us in our Love new echoey space. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm curious to see how this sounds. We might have to do. Well, I mean, we're going to do more work to it, but yeah, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully, couldn't be any worse <laughs> than my echoey ass apartment. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You guys are great. Yeah, thank give you us a, so much. Give us listening. a shout. Send us an email, neverheardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, neverheardpod. Uh, follow us on Facebook. You could just search neverheardpod in the little search bar at the top there. It's pretty easy to find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Hell yeah, we would. We'd even love to hear a voice message from yes, you. Got please. a link link to that in our episode description. And, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. Anyway, love you guys. I guess is that it? We're out of here? That's it. We're out of here? Yep. All right, Alan. Let's go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>